Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, April the 8th, and uh, we have been... Having a little fun doing some Mount Rushmores, a series of Mount Rushmores. That will continue tomorrow. We'll get into first baseman, then second baseman to round out the week as we did catchers yesterday. But obviously, we have to take today to take a little time to talk about the actual potential of baseball returning. It was a wild day yesterday as some news came out about the potential return of baseball. We'll dive into it all now. Major League Baseball issued a statement later in the day, which we'll get to as well, which seemed to put a little water on it. But um, it really, look, uh, I, I think if nothing else, and we'll dive into the specifics of everything, but I do think that it is, as baseball fans, and obviously as we've said many times here on this show, there are far, 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 far more important things going on right now than sports, but at the same time, sports do provide us an escape. They provide us an opportunity to distract ourselves. And and look, ultimately on a basic level, it's something we all love, something culturally that we connect on and, and that matters to us. Obviously, I wouldn't be talking to you right now if it didn't matter to me. You wouldn't be listening to this right now if sports didn't matter to you. So um, while the return of baseball isn't necessarily as important as maybe other things going on in the world, I do think that it is an important development for for a number of reasons, and we'll dive into it. Um, but yesterday it all started, and we'll, go, we'll just go through the Jeff Passan articles. Jeff Passan dropped the Passan bomb at some point during the day, saying, Sources, MLB and Union focused on plan that could allow the season to start as early as May in Arizona. And here's the thing, and we'll get into all the specifics. I, it is hopeful, like I was saying a second ago. I do think that... The fact that they're trying to figure this out and they're trying to think of outside-the-box ideas to make this work is incredibly hopeful. And when the alternative is a potential no season at all, I think you know we're all hoping that they can figure out a way to make this work. Now, this plan is a little radical. And again, I think May, maybe the end of May is, is more realistic. I think the start of May has 0% chance. And look, maybe it's not May. Maybe it's June. Maybe it's July. But at least they're starting to look into these type of things. Let's go through the article and uh, and we'll break it down as we go. Passing writes, Major League Baseball and its players are increasingly focused on a plan that could allow them to start the season as early as May. And as the support of high-ranking federal public health officials who believe the league can safely operate amid the coronavirus pandemic. Now, obviously, that is a 
massive part of all of this. I don't think any league is coming back unless they feel incredibly confident that they could do it in a safe fashion, both safe to the players, safe to the umpires, safe to the managers, safe to everyone involved, the camera crews, because I think it's pretty clear that whenever sports do come back, whether baseball or other sports, that we will absolutely be starting without fans in the stands. I think that's pretty clear. I mean, we're at that point right now where I think it is these teams would like to make this happen. They would like to to get back both for, I'm sure, business reasons, but also for the good of, of the country and, and getting back to some sense of normalcy and all that. And I do think that they're going to do everything they can to do that. But again, it has to be safe. It has to be something where they're not putting people in danger. Well, let's go on with the article. Passon says, though the plan has a number of potential stumbling blocks, that is true, it has emerged above other options as the likeliest to work and has been embraced by the MLB and MLB Players Association leadership who are buoyed by the possibility of baseball's return and the backing of federal officials, sources said. He goes on. The plan, sources said, would dictate that all 30 teams play games at stadiums with no fans in the greater Phoenix area, including Arizona Diamondbacks Chase Field. Ten spring training facilities and perhaps other nearby fields as well. He goes on. Players and coaching staff and other essential personnel would be sequestered at local hotels where they would live in relative isolation and travel only to and from the stadium, sources said. Federal officials at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as well as the National Institutes of Health, have been supportive of a plan that would adhere to strict isolation, promote social distancing, and allow MLB to become the first professional sport to return. All right, there's a lot in there, and we'll dive into the specifics as the article goes on and stuff, but on a basic level... The concept is basically saying one big quarantine is the idea, you know, that you would get all the teams into a finite area of downtown Phoenix or whatever it is, and you would have them ascend. It's the same idea that the um, NBA was considering, the the Chinese Basketball League was considering the idea of just putting everyone in one spot, testing everyone, and making sure that everyone is healthy and you're just making sure they don't come into contact with people who aren't. Now, obviously, as as mentioned, there are a lot of potential stumbling blocks for this plan. I think, the, the obviously, the, the most clear one is the idea that you would really be able to quarantine that many people, that you'd be able to just shut it down, that no one would be able to. Um, obviously, they would have to leave their families, leave their lives for a long potential, long period of time without being able to leave a quarantine. And then the idea that... Nothing would get through that quarantine, that players would not interact with anybody along the way, that hotel staffs, that this, that, there's so many people involved that it just seems like a a daunting, daunting idea to be able to quarantine that many people. I mean, it just, it, it, it does seem from that perspective like it could be a large ask. Let's continue with the article. The May return date depends on a number of concerns being allayed, and some officials believe a June opening day could be more realistic, super sources said, which I agree with. I think that it is unlikely, especially if they're talking about potentially having some semblance of spring training, you know, and obviously it would be shortened or whatever, but some semblance of it prior to the quote-unquote season beginning. Um, I just, I don't see any way they're going to get all these people there that quickly and be able to do this safely. But I think June, July at the latest, I do think that is something, I shouldn't say at the latest, that's not fair. But June or July I think is a far more likely option, but I do, again, appreciate that they're trying to figure this out. 
article goes on. Most important would be a significant increase in available... Oh, wait, so this is uh, in relation. I'll read the last sentence one more time. The May return date depends on a number of sources being... number of concerns being allayed, and some officials believe a June opening day could be more realistic. Most important would be a significant increase in available coronavirus tests with a quick turnaround time, which sources familiar with the plan believe will happen in early May and allow MLB's testing not to diminish for the gen- access for the general public. So basically what they're saying there is there have to be enough tests where Major League Baseball could test their players consistently, test Everyone essentially in this quarantine, but also not be taking tests away from the general public that sorely needs them. Obviously, that is is a question that we can't answer right now. If health officials believe that in May there will be uh, uh, an abundance of tests that will make that a possibility, then that's much more realistic. But obviously, that is a hurdle that, that would have to be cleared and I think would be imperative to this, obviously. They're not going to be able to do this quarantine idea unless they can consistently test players to make sure that no one is contracting it and that their quote-unquote bubble, as it were, is is not punctured, so to speak. And they're not going to do that if, if there's a shortage of tests. I mean, if they're in a spot where it's like, okay, well, you know, Major League Baseball is getting this many tests, but this, you know, this hospital doesn't have enough, that's not going to happen. I, I don't see any way in any, fa- in any facet that this works unless there is an abundance of tests where it's not an issue, where there won't be any blowback, there won't be any... And again, it's the wrong thing to do if that were the case, um, you know, taking tests away from people who need them. So uh, I think that that is a major, major issue. And again, look, that we're not even getting into the next step of that is like, how often do you have to test them? I mean, if you test someone one day and they, they you know, the quarantine and also just the quarantine itself is so fungible, it's like a relative... Um, isolation, it says, I don't know what that means, but the idea of, of a hotel staff, are they not going home to their family? Is this person not going to this person? I mean, like, the idea that they could shut all this down and, and you know, essentially keep anyone who is not tested on a daily basis away seems improbable, if not impossible. So I do think the tests, obviously, a major, major factor here, them having the test and them being able to use the test. The article goes on. While health officials see MLB players as low-risk candidates for COVID-19-related issues because of their age and health, putting protocols in place to ensure the health and safety of older managers, coaches, umpires, and other personnel would be paramount to the plan working sources said. Obviously, I think that's pretty standard and and again look you don't want players to get it either uh you know i don't think that's the point of that same they're saying more from a risk perspective you're a lot more worried about the older people and whatnot who would have to be there the essential people so that is obviously important the article goes on the logistics to pull off such a plan would be enormous and cumbersome on the league side and require the buy-in of players whose sources expect to be skeptical of separating from their families for an indefinite amount of time, perhaps as long as four and a half months, if the inability to stem the coronavirus outbreak keeps teams from playing in their home stadiums in 2020. Obviously, that's a major factor as well, the idea that um, you're asking players to leave their families for potentially four and a half months. Um, And, you know, look, every player has a different situation, but there could be players who have pregnant wives right now. I mean, you could, there could be players who they're asking to leave their pregnant wives and not see their son or, or daughter be born. Or um, what if they are quarantined and agree to leave and then someone gets sick in their family or whatever? I mean, there's a lot of hurdles to this, a lot of 
potential stumbling points, a lot of things that can just really make make it hard. And 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 it's the kind of thing where I think if they agree to do it, uh, and if this is the type of format that they do, and again. This is all under the caveat of that we really don't know. This is so fluid. We don't know if you know, we're flattening the curve, if this, if that. We just don't know what's going to happen. So this is all hypothetical. And I, I know that um, obviously I think that's pretty clear that that the plan itself is 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 a, just a pure hypothetical. And we just don't know enough to know whether it could or would work at any point, much less in May or June. Um, so that is obviously just... A basic thing, but then just within the plan itself, like this example of of players who um, agree to go play for four and a half months potentially, and then something happens and they have to leave. How do you handle that? Or or would they leave? Would they have to agree before going that no matter what happens, they wouldn't leave? Uh, so again, it's not smooth in that way. There are really a lot of potential stumbling blocks here. So um, it's just something to keep in mind. The article goes on. Still, there is hope among leadership on both sides that the combination of receiving paychecks for playing and baseball's return offering a respite to a nation beset by the devastation of COVID-19 will convince players to agree to the plan, sources said. So there you go. I mean, the idea, obviously, I think the number one factor is, hey, you'll get paid. I think that's the clear number one reason that players will go play. Um, but again, it is a big ask. You know, the potential of leaving your family for that long, the potential of not being there for a child's birth, the potential of not being able to leave if someone gets sick, if something horrible happens. Like, like that's all baked into it. And obviously, I think the the money, being able to get paid for a season matters, obviously, to anybody. I mean, it's their job. It's their peak earning potential for their entire lives. Like, who would not want to, you know, make every cent you can during that time period? But also, I, I do think that, look, uh, that, that last line does matter, uh, I think, on a lot of levels. If baseball can come back, that could be the kind of thing that could really buoy the nation. And... Any sport coming back. I mean, we know, I think that was, you know, once sports started shutting down, once the NBA stopped playing and the NHL stopped playing, that was when, and you know, the tournament gets canceled and all that. That's when I think for a lot of people nationally, it started to feel more real. It started to be like, wow, this is not some little thing. This is a big deal. We need to pay attention to this. So I do think that, um, you know, sports coming back will be a a sign to people. and, And again, not that, you know, people could stop being smart and pricing social distancing, not from that perspective, just from a, a sign that that potentially we are going to get back to normal at some point. I think it could be a very good thing for a lot of people, obviously. All right, continuing on with the article. For weeks, top federal health officials and baseball officials have discussed the feasibility of the plan, sources said. On Saturday, top officials of the MLB PA spoke with health officials who offered the plan as the clearest way for baseball to restart, according to sources. The league and the union began discussing the plan in multiple phone calls Monday, sources said, with the uncertainty of how long coronavirus pandemic will affect the United States. The isolation leaped to the forefront of possibilities the league was considering, sources said. So, again, uh, yeah, and I do think that you know if you're trying to figure out a plan to start as quickly as possible, I think you know it has to be something based on isolation. It has to be something based on your own quarantine because, again, the spread... Um, has not been muted enough for for that to not be an issue if you're just saying, all right, well, everyone's going to play in their home stadiums. That wouldn't work. And obviously, I do think the fact that maybe Arizona, there are less cases compared to like Florida or, you know, obviously a lot of the cities where teams play does matter as well. All right, the article goes on. The hurdles go far beyond testing and players' fears of separating from their families. 
MLB and the MLBPA sources said expect to discuss the weeks this week's the economics of the plan in which the league would forego the gate receipts and, the, and account for the largest proportion of its annual revenues that exceed $10 billion. The league could reap additional money by adding games to its national television portfolio with the networks like it'll leap at live programming as other sports remain shuttered due to the coronavirus sources said. Obviously, I mean, look, that, I think that that paragraph there doesn't really mean that much because, look, they're losing the gate no matter what. I mean, they're not playing with players in, in with fans in the stadiums anytime soon. I mean, that's just not going to happen. So, you know, I, I think that's just what it is. You're foregoing the gate receipts. Sorry, you know, it's just part of the deal. And hopefully, you know, you're you're the opportunity to put these games on TV and all that is good enough for the country and certainly good enough for what you can do. But um, I think the gate receipts are just gone uh, for now. Um, the article continues. Should the league and union agree to a deal, sources said it would strongly increase the possibility that teams descend on the Phoenix area in May, provided the logistical issues, secure, which are securing robust coronavirus testing, lodging, security, transportation, and a myriad of other matters can be solved. After a two- to three-week training camp during which protocols would be tested and iterated, MLB would consider beginning its regular season, sources said. So there you go. I do, I do think it's interesting. It would be a you know, two- to three-week, quote-unquote, spring training where they would test everything and all that, and, and that's great. Again, I just—it does seem like a large ask. I mean, you're talking about, like he mentioned, secure, robust coronavirus testing. That's an ask. Lodging for all these people that is secure and isolated. That's a big ask. Security for all of it. A big ask. Transportation for all of it. A big ask. I mean, again, just the people driving the team bus have to be clean. All this stuff. Like, there's so many examples um, of things that could provide a problem for this plan to work. It, It does seem somewhat unrealistic in that way, but again, I do think it's hopeful that they're thinking. Uh, The article goes on. While the possibility of a player or staff member... This is interesting, by the way. Um, While the possibility of a player or staff member testing positive for the coronavirus exists, even in a secured setting, officials do not believe that a positive test alone would necessarily be caused to quarantine an entire team or shut down the season. That is fascinating, sources have. I put the fascinating in there. Article goes on. The plan could include teams carrying significantly expanded rosters to account for the possibility of players testing positive despite the isolation, as well as to counteract the heat in Phoenix, which could go problematic during the summer, sources said. The allure of more players potentially receiving major league salaries and service time would appeal strongly to the union, according to sources. So it is fascinating that that they put in there that even if someone tests positive, that that doesn't shut things down necessarily is a surprise. Um, I get it as long as you're testing people and you're making sure it doesn't spread, but um, that seems a little unlikely to me. I think that if a player on a team tests positive, there's going to be you know fear within that team. There's going to be another a, a number of different things that stem from that. Um, so I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, expanded roster seems like a must one way or the other, just uh, with the heat there and all that. But um, it will certainly water down the, the product. But I, I think that's something you you just accept in this situation. Uh, article goes on. Both sides acknowledge the uniqueness of the season would not be limited to stadium location or roster size. Among the possibilities that have been discussed among people from both sides, though not in the talks on Monday, according to sources, 
implementing an electronic strike zone to allow plate umpires to maintain sufficient distance from the catcher and better. That makes sense. I'm fine with that. Uh, granted, it doesn't help if they have to make a call at the plate. So, you know, how much are you really doing there? But I get it when you're standing there. It doesn't hurt. Uh, no mound visits from the catcher or pitching coach. Yes, please. How long have we talked about that? Speed that game up. We, we are good with that one. Uh, seven inning double headers with an earlier than expected start date could allow baseball to come closer to a full 162. I don't have a huge problem with this. I know a lot of purists and a lot of people are, oh, it's got to be nine innings. It doesn't bother me that much. In the, Look, we are in a unique, special situation where I'm willing to try things because you know, wouldn't you rather have two seven-inning baseball games than, than one nine-inning game? I would, sure. You know, more baseball. Right now, I'll take all the baseball I can get, but I get that that is something that a lot of people don't love. Regular use of on-field microphones by players is an added bonus for TV viewers. Love that. They did that during the All-Star game. All in on that is a way to make the broadcast more fun. And then this is the this is the one that probably feels the, the strangest. Players sitting in empty stands six feet apart, the recommended social distancing space, instead of a dugout. So that one's a little interesting. Players would be spanned out throughout the stands instead of in the dugout. That would be quite the visual, wouldn't it? And I don't get that as much if they're being tested on the way in. I don't know why. Um, But I get it. You're in a dugout. You're close, right next to each other. So that... Seems strange, but again, if, if that's what it takes, I'm, I'm all for it. I think it'd be a fun watch. Uh, article goes on. Each option, though far from certain, is likely to be bandied about in the coming days as the viability of the plan for everyone involved takes shape. The money discussion would not just be between the league and the players, but among the teams, too, because local television contracts vary significantly by market. Well over $100 million a year separates the top and the bottom local TV deals. Those relying on gate revenues could seek a one-year change to the revenue-sharing plan among the 30 teams. That makes sense. It's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. The sides would also need to determine how many people would live inside the sports so-called bubble alongside on-field personnel and medical personnel, as well as whether it would include front office officials, scouts, video personnel, and media among others. My guess is it'll be as few as possible. <laughs> Basic level, right? I mean, I think they will have as few people there as they could possibly have to make it work. I think, you know, you could see announcers calling games, watching it on TV from another location, that kind of stuff, which would be fine. I mean, I think you do what you got to do. Um, all right. And the last line is, as consequential, as consequential and potentially tricky as some of the challenges might be, Sorbs has said the league and the union are motivated to make the plan work because they realize the alternative might be worse for both sides. No baseball at all in 2020. So there you go. I mean, that's a heck of an alternative that I don't think any of us want to see. We all want to see baseball played. And again, that's why I'm hopeful about it. You could look at this and say, that's ridiculous. There's no way they're going to do it. And look, I think a lot of the the ideas and concepts just aren't going to work or, or just have to be, there's so much more that needs to go into them before they're really make a lot of sense or we need to be at a different time. We need time to move forward a little bit and, and things to change a bit before you feel good about it. But I appreciate that baseball is going out of their way to try and find ways to make this work, to try and find ways to play games. Um, Major League Baseball later in the day put out a statement that put a little cold water on it, um, kind of just couching it a little bit, but um, you know, didn't also shoot it down. Major League Baseball statement. Major League Baseball has been actively considering numerous contingency plans that would allow play to commence once the public health situation has improved to the point that it is safe to do so. While we have discussed the idea of staging games at one location as one potential option, we have not settled on that option or developed a detailed plan. 
While we continue to interact regularly with government, uh, governmental and public health officials, we have not sought or received the approval of any plan from federal, state, and local officials or the Players Association. The health and safety of our employees, players, fans, and the public at large are paramount, and we are not ready at this time to endorse any particular format for staging games in light of the rapidly changing public health situation caused by the coronavirus. Look, that's the right thing to say, and it is true. Like, you don't know. Like, everything's changing. Everything's fluid, you know. Going back to the beginning, we were talking one day about people in stadiums watching games, and the next day we were talking about how could you ever go outside again. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, things have certainly changed quickly throughout this whole process. So I think that's a smart statement from baseball. But I do think the the fact that Passan leaked that, the fact that it, they gave that to Jeff Passan, someone said, hey, this is being talked about, this is being done. It's a good sign. They're trying to figure this out. Baseball does not want a year with no baseball. And I think that as a baseball fan, I appreciate that. And I know they have many ulterior motives for that as well. It's not just totally altruistic. But for me, I want baseball back. And I think you guys do too if you're listening to this. And um, I obviously want safety and health first and foremost by far. That is the most important thing. But if they can figure out a way to make it work, then... You know, I want to support that, and uh, and I would obviously love to have baseball back. But again, I, I think obviously there are a lot of flaws in this plan, and I think it's unlikely. Certainly, May is incredibly unlikely. But I do I, I do appreciate the hope that it's giving, that hopefully they can figure out a way to figure this out and get us baseball sooner rather than later. Thank you again uh, for listening. I hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy. Tomorrow we will get back to having a little fun with our Mount Rushmores. Um, but obviously important stuff to talk about today, and we'll keep our fingers crossed and hope that things get better and hope that we can figure out a way to have baseball at some point in the future, and until then we'll continue to hopefully provide some entertainment and distraction. And again, everyone, please stay healthy, stay safe, and I will be back tomorrow. Until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.